Changed my mind. Marcus Rashford is a very defendable winger. He's become predictable, certainly this season, especially when he plays on the right, like last night against Newcastle. An abysmal performance. He was off by 60 minutes and he had some words to say about it. What do you think he is saying on the bench there? He's been playing on the right, as I said, and he's just ineffective in games yesterday. But it's his attitude as well. It's the effort. It's how he looks when he's playing the game. Disinterested. Doesn't want to run back. I'm not even a United fan. But if I was, I would be fuming. I would be fuming with what is happening at the club right now. You've got Varane sat on the bench. You've got Sancho at after parties two nights ago. He's clearly not in any way trying to force his way back into the team. He doesn't care. That's the vibe that you get when you just see what's happening. The Varane one is strange. And now you've got Rashford, who is supposed to be, you know, the star boy, the, the, the next big thing at Man United, the academy prospect. Prospect. I mean, he's old enough now. He's been in the team for a very long time. And he's had purple patches and he's had good spells of form. But fundamentally... He's an individual player, too much of an individual player for me. When he gets the ball, he's always just looking, how can I get a shot off? How can I get into a position where I can shoot? And it feels like once that's not an option, that's when he gets his head up. That's when he passes. Whereas to get to that next elite level, I've seen people comparing with Mbappe, do not be daft. Mbappe's output in general, Mbappe's aerial duels compared to someone like Rashford, Mbappe offers so much more to the game, to the build-up. And that's what Rashford needs to do. Can he do it? I don't know if he can do it. Look, he can still be a good defender playing on a good winger, sorry, playing on that left, getting you maybe 10, 15 goals a season, especially against lower teams in the league. There's there's nothing wrong with having a player like that. But if he wants to take his game to the very next level, he needs to be aware of where other players are. He needs to know when to just hold, when to just pass back to Dallo or Wan-Bissaka. Cuz again, with Mbappe, he knows he can take it past you anytime he wants to. But he also knows if he plays a quick one-two with the midfielder, he'll he'll be in a better position. Or if he passes and then moves, he'll be in a better position. That is what I don't see enough from Rashford. It's like he's just playing for himself. What do you think about that performance? Not just from Rashford, but from Man United as well. There was just nothing in midfield for them. There was no way for them to get the ball up. And again, I said it about the Everton game. Their problems came when they just they don't play through the middle. They just hoof it and... Martial in the first, Martial is another one, I'd, I'll do another separate video if I even have the energy to do it, because he's, what another club, any other club would have sold him for the wages he's on, for the lack of goals, I think the commentator on the feed I was watching last night, genuinely said, Martial hasn't completed 90 minutes in three years, I'm sure that's what he said, I'll have to double check because it sounds mental, but at the same time, he's injury prone, he's a bit weak, Hoyland came on, put himself about, but again, his, his touch isn't great yet. No doubt he's going to be a good player, but they brought, when you buy someone in for that money into the Premier League, you expect some sort of output. He's not scored a single Premier League goal as of yet. He, he did have an injury, of course, but I just think there's some things he really needs to work on. It's not as if like we've seen flashes of absolute brilliance in the Premier League. Scored a good goal running directly from halfway in the Champions League. But in the Premier League, his touch, his hold-up play, I've not really seen good examples of it. Certainly not enough. But yeah, let me know what you think about United, about Rashford, their chances for the, the top four. I don't think they'll be anywhere near. I said in the, the podcast last week, you know, those wins that they had, five wins in six or whatever, look at the wins. If you watch the game, you see that 
they're not performing well. They're not consistently creating a certain type of chance. They're hoofing it up and just hoping for the best from players like Bruno Fernandes. They've relied on a, a late double from Scott McTominay against Brentford. Uh, Lindelof with a scrappy goal. These are how they're, that's how they're winning games, you know. And um, I think Ten Hag, I think he is in trouble. I, re- I honestly do think Ten Hag's in trouble. And I don't like to say that about a manager, but it's very strange the way he's turned multiple players sort of away from the team. He, These players don't look to be playing with a certain belief and energy. Rashford being a prime example, Rashford would usually in the past be one of the players that he's a Man United boy. You can rely on him for, you know, when these other big money signings are coming in and not even putting in the performance and not even trying or not even really looking like they, they want to die for the shirt. And I did that when I talked about big money because, of course, Rashford is on big money now, as is Martial, as is Sancho. And uh, I said at the start of this video that if I was a United fan, I would be fuming. I would be absolutely fuming with the money that you're spending and what you're getting for it. The return on investment is absolutely terrible. And I think if Radcliffe does come in, you've got to take the transfers away from the manager, even if Ten Hag is no longer the, ma- no longer the manager. You can propose players as in a shortlist to the manager, as you know most teams do, but they're based on a system. They're based on a philosophy. The players that they brought in don't make sense. Why sign Mount when you've got Fernandez? Are you trying to turn him into a, a sort of deep-line playmaker or something? Why sign Hoyland and then not create chances for him? You're not putting crosses into the box. You've got inside forwards, which, you know, if you've got a striker like Hoyland who wants the ball flying across that six-yard area, then you should start putting some balls into the box maybe. They've been unfortunate as well, Luke Shaw being injured. He he does provide that natural width and uh, certainly has a good cross on him as well. So maybe we'll see that link up in the second half of the season. But of course now Luke Shaw is playing at centre-back whilst Varane still sits on the bench and whilst Dallow plays out of position at uh, left back, sorry, as he did yesterday. Um, just finally, I know this video has been about Manchester United, but it's just in context to that game. Livramento and Anthony Gordon on that left side for, for Newcastle were absolutely superb. They were absolutely sensational. Um, the energy and, and Livramento made it look easy against Rashford many times. Um, it, it was a breeze for Livramento to, to defend against Marcus Rashford in that game. And that will frustrate United fans, but um, you can see that the Newcastle fans are really taking to Livermento and certainly have already taken to Anthony Gordon, who's having a fantastic season. And it's an interesting little debate to be had because if Anthony Gordon keeps playing as he is and Marcus Rashford keeps playing as he is, who gets into the England team for the Euros? Who deserves to get into the England team for the Euros? And I use the word deserve because this is Gareth Southgate we're talking about. Anthony Gordon might score another 10 goals and not get in there. I think that would be incredibly stupid from England to take Rashford over Anthony Gordon. They should be calling up Livermento as soon as possible as well because Scotland and Portugal, I believe, um, have a claim to him to be the next heir of the left-back slash right-back role. And he is kind of what we need right now. We've had injuries at left-back um, for England. It looked like Mitchell at Palace, you know, a year or so ago. It looked like he could make that spot his own, not as, you know, um, attacking, of course, but... Very, very solid defensively. Luke Shaw getting injured. Ben Chilwell 
two big injuries now in the last couple of seasons. Will he be in the Euro squad? Will he even get back to full fitness this season for Chelsea? So whilst it's his unnatural position, Livermento, he's sort of made it his own at Newcastle. It'll be tough for Dan Byrne to get back into the team, I feel. Um, and then if he, you know, goes away in England, uh, goes away for England in March and puts in a good performance there, he's, he's got to be called up. Same with Anthony Gordon. And uh, yeah, let's see what happens with uh, Rashford for the rest of the season. Can he pick up his form? Will he enter a purple patch? He, he had that penalty, didn't he, um, in the last game to give him the goal, the confidence, hopefully. But he just he just reverted back to the performances we've been used to for the past sort of, I'd say, six months or whatever, maybe even a year. Um, he's always going to score you the odd goal. As I said, he's he's gonna he's got that explosiveness in him, and he is a good individual player. But to improve, he needs to he needs to do what Jack Grealish did when he went from Villa to City. It takes time, but once you learn that side of the game, you are a much much more effective player, and uh, you'll get more goals and assists as a result because Rashford is just that kind of player.